All right, friends, so let's get started. Hopefully some more people are gonna join us soon. Keep sharing, keep liking, keep commenting, because that's how Facebook knows that people are paying attention, all right? So I wanna talk about the dangers of dependence. It's very easy to identify somebody that has external dependencies, right? You know, there's alcoholism, and there's drug use, and there's gambling addictions. There's all these things that people become artificially dependent on. Cigarettes, sugar. There's lots of things in our world, right, that become dependent on. We know that they can be very dangerous. We know that they can really change the dynamic and change the way that you live your life when you're getting absorbed into those negative things. Um, when it comes to drug and alcohol abuse specifically, the United States National Institute on Drug Abuse estimated that one million people have died as a result of drug, alcohol use, and suicide in the last 10 years. One million people. Isn't that wild? And again, it's usually easy to spot these dependencies and these addictions. And I'm pretty sure we all have at least one person in our life that is affected by these dependencies. But what about internal dependencies? Dependence in a relationship is a huge issue in our world, and that too drastically changes the dynamics of our relationships. They change our friendships, our intimate relationships, and even our relationships with God. Internal dependence isn't as obvious, and it can be easily confused with adoration and admiration and love. Um, so I wanted to take some time to really dive into some of these things that really affect our relationships when it comes to dependence, okay? So, what does dependence look like? Well, of course, just like any other issue, dependence is different for everybody. You know, dependence for me is different than dependence for you. Um, we will dive into really specific shortly, but the big thing is, hi, Carol. Um, the big umbrella is that when you are dependent in a relationship, you're keeping yourself from your own emotions and you're not giving yourself charge of your own emotions. And instead of finding joy in yourself, you're finding joy in the approval and the guidance and the acceptance from other people. So there's five different categories, five different things I wanna quickly discuss about dependence, internal dependence to give you an idea of where you are and maybe it will trigger something in your life to say, oh, I know somebody that like that, here's what I can do to help them. Because that's why we're all doing all of this, right? We're all here to help and to share love and to help people live better lives. So number one, number one, the constant need for approval. We know lots of people like this, right? Is this okay? Do you think that's gonna be all right? Do you think I should wear this? Do you think I should take that job? Do you think I should go shopping now? Do you think I should date them? You think I should call them back? There's all these little things, right? Obviously, in our lives, we have big decisions we need to make, and we want, we want um, advice and guidance from other people about these things. That's understandable, but when it's all these little tiny things, and we're constantly seeking approval and seeking that guidance about the tiniest decisions, then we have a problem where we're getting dependent on other people. Other people's opinions are quickly becoming our decisions. And that's not how we're supposed to live our lives. Because when we're letting other people make those decisions for us, again, we're giving up emotional control and we're giving up the responsibility for our emotions. Number two, the inability to establish boundaries. 
Okay, boundaries are super important in relationships, right? Boundaries are super important in work relationships and friendships and loving intimate relationships in any relationship. Dependent people can't form boundaries because they don't have any. Because when the person that they're interested in or the person they're having this relationship with pushes, they just retreat. And when the person that they're in a relationship with retreats, then the dependent person pushes a little bit. Their boundaries become the dependent person's boundaries. It's so unhealthy. You know, when you think about independent people and you think about a healthy adult, let's give a good example about boundaries. When you're at the bar and you know you've had enough to drink and you're like, I'm done. Gotta cut myself off, I'm done. When you're at the casino and you know you need to back away and stop gambling and put it down, independent, strong people know when, to, when enough is enough. And they're not going to tolerate sharing space with people that don't agree with that. People that have dependency issues don't have that boundary and they often get labeled as a doormat. It's interesting that I say the doormat because just as I was writing this part this afternoon, Gio was scrolling Facebook and she actually saw one of her friends that says, what, do I have doormat written on my forehead? When you feel like a doormat and you feel like people are walking all over your emotions and all over your feelings, chances are you're not giving them that boundary. And because you're not giving them that boundary, you're allowing them to do so. Number three, dependent people are terrified to be alone terrified to be alone. I used to always joke that Abby, my daughter, Abby, was terrified of silence. And still she kind of is. She just has to talk and fill the room with noise and go, 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 go. Um, but dependent people are terrified to be alone. Being alone makes you feel unprotected and vulnerable. And then when you feel unprotected and vulnerable, you start getting this anxiety and this fear building up. And then once this fear starts building up, then we start thinking, about all these negative things and all these hard things and all these things that are just gonna get worse and worse and worse because we're stuck in this negative situation. When you're a dependent person and you're in that lonely space, everything kind of snowballs. And just like the law of attraction says, if you're expecting sadness and you're expecting these bad things, guess what's gonna you attract? You're gonna attract these sad things. You're gonna attract these negative things. This stuff always happens to me. Um, of course this isn't going right. Of course this is happening to me again. Those kinds of statements are made by dependent people who are feeling anxious and they're feeling alone and they're just attracting that to them. Too often they're giving up their own happiness to please others in order to keep the other people around. Have you met somebody like that? They're going to sacrifice their own happiness just to make sure the person that they're trying to keep happy is happy and is around. And all that does is keep them from their own happiness. And all that does is vanquish control of their own self-worth. Okay? Speaking of happiness, number four is happiness doesn't depend on them. A dependent, person, a dependent person's happiness isn't controlled by them. It's controlled how the other person acts. And it's controlled by how, what the other person does. If the person that they're in a relationship with is happy, so is the dependent person. If the person is sad or angry or depressed, the dependent person's sad and angry and depressed. Dependent people give up ownership of their feelings and they become a sponge for whoever that they are trying to keep around. You know, just like you're washing dishes and you have this sponge and it's full of marinara sauce and seeds and just junk and it's just absorbing, 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 absorbing. 
dependent people are absorbing and absorbing and absorbing and absorbing and what happens eventually you're just going to get squeezed out and all this junk's going to fall out and then you're going to be empty number five relationships suffer this is a pretty obvious one right Dependent people are incapable of being alone outside of their relationship that they are in. And then the base of the connection becomes a need instead of love. A, person's, a dependent person's responsibility in a relationship is based on need, not on love. And when you base any relationship on anything except love, there's going to be division. And there's going to be sadness. And there's going to be friction. There's going to be butting of heads. Because love is the basis for why we all exist. Love is the reason that we're all here. So if you're basing your relationship on need, you're going to constantly need, 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 need. And then that giver is going to get tired. And that giver is going to have to take a break. And that giver is going to get quiet. Um, the concept of relationships and suffering um, due to dependence is something to take note in our relationship with God as well. Just as we crave love and bliss and a seriously personal connection with each other, God craves that same connection with us. He's here to support you, and he's there for you to lean on and to guide you through the tough times, but he craves that deeper connection. God's not just for the tough times and for those prayers and for those dogmatic habits that we've made. God's not there just so we can dump our burdens on him and call it a day. Okay, God's there for a deeper connection, for a purpose. He wants an amazing relationship with us so that we can build ourselves up and share his love through us. Okay? Psalms 55:22 says, "Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you." So yes, we are to give our burdens to God, but there is something that needs to be said here. Cast your burdens on him. By casting, what does the word cast means? It literally means to throw forcefully. So one of the issues and one of the things with our personal walk with God is we become so dependent because we keep holding on to these burdens. We give him the burdens, but then we pick them right back up. We give him the burdens and then we pick them right back up. We give other people our problems and then we pick them right back up. God wants you to cast them on him, but you got to drop it. You got to let it go. You got to leave it. Cast your burdens and leave it there. Let it go with intention. Does that make sense? All right, so we covered the five things. Okay, real quick, five things again. The constant need of approval. Inability to establish boundaries. Terrified to be alone. Happiness isn't dependent on themselves. And relationships suffer. So, do you find yourself being dependent in any situation? Or does any of this really resonate with you and you think, oh, somebody in my life is like this. Somebody in my life is going through this. So what can I do to change? Or what can I do to help them? There's three quick things uh, that I'm going to offer to you that I'm going to strongly encourage that you do for yourself and in turn help other people do for themselves. But you got to do it for yourself first. You can't just tell people, oh, you have to do this. No, it doesn't work. I can tell you a gazillion ways to make a million dollars, but none of it's going to work unless you do the work, right? So when we're telling people that you have to fix this and you have to do this and you have to change this and you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to, whoop, people turn their ears off. They're not going to listen to you. They are going to learn by your actions. 
They're going to learn by your behavior. They're going to learn by your example, okay? So I have three things here that we all need to do to become less dependent on each other and more dependent on ourselves, okay? Number one is begin a real relationship with yourself. What do you want out of your own life? What truly makes you happy? What truly makes you exist and feel bliss? What's your favorite food? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite musician? What's your favorite book? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite thing to do in the summertime? Where's your favorite place to hike? Where's your favorite place to go hiking? Why am I asking all these favorites? Because they're your favorites. They're things that you love. They're things that make you feel good. And they're things that you can find a basis in to build the love and the relationship with yourself. You have to focus on self-love and say nice things to yourself. I used to be incredibly guilty of this. I used to do something silly and make a mistake. Oh, that was stupid. Huh. I figured I would do something like that. <laughs> right? I'm incredibly guilty of it because I used to do it all the time. We are always listening to ourselves and we are our biggest audience. So be gentle on yourself. Forgive yourself and talk to yourself nicely. Okay? That's the beginning of self-love. Take care of your body through proper sleep and nutrition. Guys, this is huge. You know, if any of you have followed me through my journey over the last six years, seven years now, of losing over 100 pounds and getting healthy and changing my life, and, you know, there, there's nothing more euphoric than taking care of yourself and taking care of this vessel and this temple that we've been given. So whether it's proper sleep, whether it's getting better sleep, whether it's a proper sleep pattern, whether it's food, whether it's eating better and feeding yourself the right kind of foods instead of just eating to exist, exercise, movement, find thing, things that you enjoy. All these little things for self-care are going to help you build a relationship with yourself. And that's huge. Absolutely huge. Be gentle with yourself regardless of anything that's ever happened to you. Okay? Number two, remind yourself that you cannot rely on others to meet your emotional needs. You cannot rely on others to meet your emotional needs. Okay? I love my parents dearly. I love my brother dearly. I love Gia dearly. I love my children dearly. All these people mean the absolute world to me. But they are not responsible for meeting my emotional needs. You know why? Because they don't know everything that I need when exactly I need it. They don't know exactly what's going on inside here and what's going on inside here. Okay? Only I do. So I'm in charge of that. I'm in charge of my emotional well-being, and so are you. Don't be dependent on other people to bring you that joy and bring you that love and bring you that resonance inside yourself because they can't do it. They can love you through and through, but they don't know every little thing about you, and they don't know when you need exactly what you need. Only you do. And the last thing is love yourself first. If you don't love yourself for all that you are, you cannot fully accept the love others have to give. And you've heard me say this before. You can't love yourself, you can't love each other, and you can't love somebody else until you fully love yourself. You can't take care of yourself until you fully take care of you can't take care of others, I'm sorry, until you take care of others, or until you take care of yourself. Um, but here's another point that I really want to, to hammer home is that. Somebody can love you tremendously. Someone can love you with every ounce of their soul and every inch of their being. But if you don't love yourself, 
and you don't have that relationship with yourself, you can't accept all that emotional goodness that they're pouring out to you. You'll get some of it and it'll feel kind of good. But until you have that deep down connection with yourself and that love for yourself, you can't fully accept the goodness that the people that love you are trying to give. So do yourself a favor and build that love within yourself so that you can reciprocate and give that love back. Do yourself a favor and accept that love for yourself so that you can share it with other people and help your entire world vibrate higher and grow better and grow stronger and love more. Take yourself out to dinner. Buy that book you've been wanting to read. Take that class you've been wanting to take. Take that hike. Meditate. Pray. Write. Do whatever you need to do. But understand this. And understand this. Because whatever you can believe and hold up here, you're going to hold in here. And whatever you can hold in here, you're going to give out to everybody. So love yourself. Pursue that bliss. Pursue that joy. And do whatever you need to do to take yourself to that next level and take that relationship with yourself to a whole new world. And guess what? The more you love yourself, the more you have to give to others. And then that, <laughs> that's when the true magic begins. And that's when this euphoria and this fairy tale that I feel like I'm living just begins. Build yourself from inside. Because when you build from inside, nothing coming from the outside is going to hurt you. Nothing is going to take that away. And the more you love yourself and build that relationship with yourself, the less dependent you are on anything that happens around you. It never, ever matters what's happening to you. It only matters how you deal with it and what you're holding in your heart. So take this opportunity to challenge yourself and challenge those around you. Find that love that you're craving so desperately. Find it right here because that's where it is. All right, friends. Thank you very much for your time. Please leave me comments. Send me messages. Um, share this video if it meant something to you so we can keep getting this message around. I appreciate you all. I love you all. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.